pray without ceasing. That scripture is coming from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 17. Thank you guys and welcome back to another episode of Girls on Another Level. We're almost at the end of season 3. It's bittersweet. This has been an amazing season um, from every guest that has appeared on this show. It's been amazing. But from the clip I'm about to play, can you guys guess what profession we're going to be talking about today? Learn how to put those soulful words together. I didn't. Lucius did. If you guys don't know who this is, I don't know what y'all been waiting on, what y'all been sleeping on. Y'all need to wake up. But I am interviewing Keandra Richardson today, you guys. If you don't know who that is, I need you to Google, do something, turn on the TV, because she's everywhere now. Um, so, <laughs> Keandra Richardson is an actress and a singer, and you may know her from her hit role in the TV show Empire. So, welcome, Keandra, yeah. to the show. How are you doing today? Thank you. Thank you. I'm great. How are you? Doing pretty good. Pretty good. So, we're just going to jump into it, okay? Cool. Okay, so Empire is your big debut on national television, but most people may not know that you've already been on the big stage before landing your role on Empire. I believe your first break was American Idol, but you yes. don't have the typical story <laughs> of someone who has been trying to get on American Idol. So can you tell the listeners a little bit about that? Yeah, I... um. I wasn't a big, I'm still not, uh, but I wasn't a big fan of um, reality TV. And, um, of course, we know American Idol shows like that are, you know, reality TV. They're not necessarily, they weren't my thing, but I wasn't, I wasn't doing anything at the time. And so I said, let me just go and audition for Idol and see what can happen. And so I auditioned and I got my golden ticket. But um, like a week before, I was supposed to fly to L.A., for Hollywood week, I got a call from B.B. Um, Winans, and that's a gospel singer from B.B. and C.C. Winans, and he asked me to play uh, Whitney Houston in his musical called Born For This. And um, and so I ended up not going to Hollywood for Idol, and I ended up doing that musical for the next couple of years, actually. So that's what was Idol it like voice. getting that call from B.B.? I don't know, that must have been like... What in the world? <laughs> it was crazy. I um I was in a, I think I was in a beauty supply store, if I'm not mistaken, like a hair store. And I was at the cash register and <laughs> he called and I picked up and he was like, I said, hello. And he said, hello, is this Keandra? And I said, is this BB? <laughs> like that. <laughs> and he said, yes, this is BB. And I said, Okay, uh, give me one second. I'm going to go to the car. And, you know, it was that from there. It was just shocking. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. Wow, that's amazing. That's yeah, that's truly amazing. I bet that whole day was just like nobody could tell me anything. Like... I'm telling you, it's crazy. So did you prefer crazy. to do acting over singing? Is that part of what influenced you to do the play instead of American Idol? No, actually, um, it was just the fact that it was Whitney Houston. I had, um, it was the fact that it was Whitney Houston. And then it was also 
a sign for me because I know I really didn't want to do reality TV. I was only doing it because I had nothing else going on in my career. And so once the opportunity came about and it just happened to be me playing Whitney specifically, mm -hmm. I had watched Whitney since I was about four or five years old. I grew up, you know, watching her. She kind of was, I could see myself in her. And so when he was asking me to play Whitney, it was that specifically that let me know, okay, let's go in this direction. You know, because I knew I didn't really want to do Idol to begin with. But um, it was just the fact that it was Whitney Houston and I would be singing more so than doing like mm -hmm. a lot of acting. Um, but I sing first though. I love, music is really my first love. Acting is kind of like the passenger seat. <laughs> <laughs> so was there any pressure in playing such a superstar? Cause that's what Whitney was, she was an icon and superstar. So was there yeah. any pressure? um and yeah that role yeah it was a lot of pressure actually um and more so just pressure on myself uh more so than anything else because i just i mean it's it's whitney houston you know what i'm saying it's like mm -hmm. you know that whitney is iconic already and she already has you know, it's like you can't, cre usually actors, they are able to create backstory for the characters and they're able to, you know, they're able to create a world with a character. With Whitney Houston, you can't do that. It's already there for you. And everybody knows what it is. So if you're not anywhere near what everybody already knows, then of course mm -hmm. that's when they say, oh my God, here goes another person playing Whitney Houston. You know, it's like, right. it falls into that category. And so it was a lot of pressure on me in the beginning um, just because I didn't want to be a caricature. I didn't want to caricaturize her, if you will. And I didn't want to, um, I just wanted to make her as human as possible. And I wanted us to remember what we loved about Whitney. That's what I wanted to bring. I wanted to remember the the things that we enjoyed and loved about her. The fact that she was funny. The fact that she was like a sister. The fact that, you know, she really loved and cared for the people that she had around her. You know, it's like I wanted to bring those things out. I wanted to make her human instead of, you know, the iconic, the icon that we know. I wanted to make her human. So I was able to accomplish that, thank God with the show wow. so, yeah. so from that play what are some other big opportunities that you were granted once that I believe you were involved with the play for two years I believe mm -hmm. yeah so what were some other I, opportunities um, I pretty much um so once I was in LA we went to California and did the show there and once I was there I just chose to stay in LA and I'm from Georgia um, I was living in Atlanta at the time. And so I chose to stay in LA. And once I did that, um, after about six, six months, I would say six or seven months, um, I ended up getting asked to do NPR's Tiny Desk with Tyler, the creator. Um, and that was up on YouTube. And, um, after that, I asked, I got asked to do Coachella. Um, with Beyonce. I auditioned for Ooh. that, actually. Yeah, and then after that, I got asked to go on tour with Beyonce and Jay-Z for On The Run, too. Um, and then, of course, after that, I was asked I was asked to do um, 
Kanye's Sunday service when he first started it with him. I did that for about seven months. And then that's when Empire came along. So that's kind of how it's been going for me so far. Wow. So after that play, you just really hit the ground running. Like, <laughs> that's yeah, it took amazing. About six months. It took about six months. But after that, things just kind of started happening back to back. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. So um, with your role with Empire, how did you Mm -hmm. end up landing that role? Um, I think I think the casting director may have either may have seen me in the musical that I did Mm -hmm. uh, or maybe she just knew of me from that musical. I don't know. I think it was something like that. Um, and they just reached out to me through email and asked me to do a, a self-tape um, for the show. And I did. And I didn't really think anything of it because, like I said, I do music. I was singing, you know, and doing music heavily. So I wasn't necessarily looking to act like that. But I sent it in and they hit me back and they were like, you know, the network approves and they want you to play the role. And I was like, really? <laughs> I literally <laughs> said, Really? her and she said um yeah I was like oh great you know cool uh great I guess I'll see you guys in Chicago (laughs) (laughs) so although you have been um in the spotlight before you landed the role of Empire being that you know it's on Fox this big huge TV network um how has your role as playing Yana um changed your life Ooh, um, there's a lot of similarities in me and Yana, actually, which is why I think I got the role anyway, mm-hmm. because I, um, I relate to her. I relate to her. She, her approach is love her and it's understanding. Um, and that's kind of something that I've learned throughout my journey, my spiritual journey and things like that. I've learned how to, um, to be open and more accepting to things and to just accept people as they are and to love them, you know, from a, from a perspective of understanding instead of judgment, so forth to one. And uh, my approach now and a lot of things in my life and everything in my life is love, coming from love with my intention being of love. And I just feel like that's kind of, that's what I was able to explore more of with the character Yana, I'll say. Um, because she has to love someone like Lucius, you know, and he's mm-hmm. got such a crazy past and his family has so many, it's just a lot of turmoil and discord everywhere and drama and, you know, with her being so easygoing, she has to, she has to still find love, you know, for him. She has love for him, but she still has to find places to love him despite all of the foolishness that goes on around him. And I kind of got to explore that because it, it, it takes patience, you know? It mm-hmm. takes patience to love like that. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. I, uh, I've i been watching Empire since it first came out. And yeah, <laughs> it's so crazy because something told me, I was like, mm, I don't think I want to watch the last season I don't know something about it I don't know but (laughs) I know um I believe you guys are like family members or something um because I go to school at Valdosta State so 
I was just on Instagram. Yeah. He was just posting like, hey, y'all, like, check out my cousin. She's on Empire, all this stuff like that. And I was like, okay, let me see, you yeah. know, what the new season is, is about. And when I first That's saw you on there, I was like, yeah, I'm tuning in for the rest of this season. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's dope. Shout out to AJ. Yeah. My cousin. That is a big piece of my heart. I'm glad he was supporting the kid. <laughs> and I'm glad you watched <laughs> from that. So I have him to thank for that. <laughs> so what would be your advice to someone who wants to start out maybe acting or maybe, you know, they grew up singing in the church or just singing around family and friends and are nervous to kind of take that big leap? to get into the industry? Um, I would for sure say um, you need to know what you want first. Um, you need to know what you want and you need to know what makes you happy before stepping into entertainment because when you put value into things like achieving goals, being famous, um, being popular, when you start to achieve those things and you realize that they're temporary, and um, after that comes disappointment because they're no longer sustaining you. You know what I'm saying? Once mm -hmm. everything is gonna have a moment in time and then it's gonna pass. And so um, you need to know before achieving your goals where your happiness lies. And um, I'll give you an example. For me, I've always wanted to be like a singer. When I was little, I was like, I want to be a singer. I got to be a singer. I want to do what Whitney did. I want to do what Michael Jackson did. And, you know, I had all of these dreams and goals, but I didn't know why. I just knew that I wanted to be famous. You know what I mean? And um, mm -hmm. the way God works is God will put you in places to prepare you and for you to see things, you know what I'm saying, before you actually step into it so that you can know and you can navigate and you can sustain when you do get into those places. And so when I was on tour with B, uh, Beyonce, I was, I was at a, a after party after one of our shows. And I just was standing in the back, you know, eating, eating some food back there in the back, just standing and watching everybody walk around and mingle and things. And I just, I sat there and I said out loud to myself, I said, God, is this it? I mean, you know, we just did this big show and I'm watching all of these celebrities walk around and talk to each other and I know that Beyonce and Jay-Z are going to go home they're going to be regular people you know at the house and to right. time to get up the next day and to do another show and it's like if everything got put into perspective for me it's all it's just a job you know it's just something that you enjoy doing a lot you have a gift for it but the act itself is a job it's like you still have to work to make money to sustain your lifestyle. Mm. And once that hit me, I was like, oh, so once I do become, let's just say I become famous and let's just say I, I get to be a singer and I get to tour like I've always wanted to do. Once that happens and then after the tour is done and I go home, then what? You know? It's like, yeah. then what? I put so much importance on achieving the goal and reaching the goal that I forgot to, I forgot to look at what, what makes me happy and what actually fulfills me. 
because that goal is not going to fulfill me. That goal is not going to make me feel like I've accomplished life itself and, you know, I can now lay to rest and be okay. You know, it's right. after you achieve the goal, it's going to be what next? It's going to, you're going to yearn for something else or either be disappointed that achieving that goal didn't give you the satisfaction you thought it would, mm-hmm. you know? And so I implore everybody to, um, and I encourage you to ask yourself now before you achieve your goals, before you step into whatever business you're wanting to step into, whatever industry, ask yourself, why am I here? What is my purpose? Um, and what really makes me happy? Like, what is it that people get when they encounter me? You know, like, is my presence what, what is it that my presence does? What is it that I do with just talking to people? Is it my smile? Is it just my spirit? You know, those things weigh more and they last longer than the goals that we want to achieve. So when you know what those things are, you have a foundation. And then when you achieve your goals and they pass, you know, it doesn't bother you because you know where your happiness is. Your happiness is not in achieving the goals. The goal is just it's a perk now because I know my happiness is inside. My happiness is with my family. My happiness is, you know, when I'm at home painting or drawing or whatever, it's like, you know, you know, those little things that make you happy. And then once you do achieve your goals, once you do get on TV, once you do have your tour, once you do write your book, you know, you get to enjoy that fully and then you let it pass and it doesn't disappoint you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Wow. So ask yourself those questions first. That's what I'll say. <laughs> That's amazing advice because a lot of people, you know, get wrapped up in just what they see on TV and your point of bringing up, yes. like, you know, Beyonce, they go home Honey, and not real. live <laughs> regular lives too outside yeah. of... <laughs> it's a job. You know, and they we didn't we didn't learn that growing up. I didn't learn that growing up. You see people on TV, and you know, you see things like that. It's like, dang, these people are living the life, child. Yeah. But you don't see the after the TV show goes off. You know what I'm saying? You don't see people worrying about the check coming in on time because they got to pay for their house. It may cost more than your house, but they still got to pay their bills. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like these things are jobs, and if if people would look at it from that perspective, then you put less emphasis on, you know, like the glitz and glam of what people show on TV and what they show on Instagram and stuff like that. It's like everybody is trying to live their life and everybody is yearning and looking for something to be happy. Everybody wants to be happy and peaceful and and at peace and joyful. You know what I'm saying? Those are the real things that matter. Even these celebrities, they're searching for little things to bring them real peace. Real peace. Because some people out here, it's just once you get to a certain level, everything is about money and you, and you have to sustain all of these different lifestyles, and people are depending on you, and there's some people who aren't genuine around you you don't really know who to trust so your trust levels go down and you're more skeptical and you're more paranoid you know it's it becomes all of that and you lose a lot of joy that a lot of regular people have because they don't have to worry about that 
Mm. So you have to know your happiness and your joy first before stepping into whatever industry you're stepping into. And then you don't have to worry about being thrown off. Wow, that's I, amazing. That's I'll, I'll I'm going to take some of that <laughs> advice, even though I'm not trying to be an actress or nothing. But I think that <laughs> is something that you could take with for everyday life, even in yeah. any type of business idea, yeah. any type of career move. Like everybody's looking for the glamorous life, you know, and not yeah. thinking about what it takes to actually get there and be proud of putting in work and continuing to put in work. Yeah. So. Yeah, because that's where the fun part is. That's where mm-hmm. the fun is. Yeah. So I'm going to switch gears just a little bit. Um, it was just kind of picking my brain because I just took a media criticism class this semester. And mm-hmm. we had to actually write a paper on the representation of women in the media industry. So I just wanted to see because now that you're actually in there in Hollywood um, and you get to experience that and see it kind of firsthand, do you think that women's representation in the media industry has started to increase a little bit? I, for sure, I mean, from what I've seen, women's representation in media for sure has started to um, gain more of a presence. You know, I'm seeing women step forward and um, I'm seeing women be women. You know, it's like we mm-hmm. are extremely powerful and and it's not like a scary, like, you know, intimidating type of a way. It's just, it's, it's in a beautiful way. We just are really beautiful creatures and we are talented and our minds, how detailed we are, you know, all of these things, it's all necessary. We need everyone to balance the world out, but it's beautiful to see women own that, you know, mm-hmm. we start, we're starting to own our power and we're starting to now hold that power and say, Hey guys, I'm really valuable. So let me step in here and do what I do and just watch. You know what I'm saying? It's a real calm, humble, it feels calm and humble now, the way I'm seeing women um, just make a presence. And then people, at that point, you kind of have no choice but to say, dang, look at that. Or like, wow, <laughs> look at that. You know, oh, I wish I had yeah. thought about that or whatever the case. It's like, I do think there's a, a stronger presence of women now. I think there can be more, you know, and there will be more. But I do think that people are now starting to understand um, how pow- how powerful we are and how much we are needed, how, yeah, how necessary we are. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so as we kind of wrap up a bit, um, what's next for you? Girl, <laughs> right now, somebody else asked me that, and I, I had to tell them I'm such a, I just go with, the flow of life. Mm-hmm. Um, everything that that I've done so far has just kind of come whenever it was time for it to come. And I'd be insane if I tried to stress myself out by saying like, "Oh no, I gotta find a job. I gotta figure out how to work. I gotta, I gotta make money. I gotta." I wouldn't be enjoying my life if I was putting that type of stress and pressure on my mind. So I've been consciously just flowing. I just allow whatever's coming next to come. I know 
I put my intentions out, you know, like, I would love to do a comedy next. I would love to do a film. I would love to, to record an album, you know, that type of thing. I put those intentions out there, and I write them down in my journals, and I take pictures and put them up on my wall so I can see it. Um, but outside of that, I just let it, I just let it come to me, you know, whatever happens mm-hmm. next happens. I let it be a surprise. I enjoy being surprised in life. So as soon as I know, I'll let y'all know <laughs> and <laughs> we'll be doing whatever is next. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, yeah. thank you so much again for taking the time out to kind of just share your story and give some advice to people that are listening. Um, did you want to shout out any social media or anything to where people can follow you? For sure. Um, my All of my social media is Kiandra's Music, which is K-I-A-N-D-R-A-S Music. That's on Twitter, Instagram, um, I'm on Facebook too. And um, outside of that, yeah, that's where you can find me. I hope everyone is staying safe and things like that. Shout out to AJ one more time. Shout out to Valdosta State. Shout out to everybody in Georgia. And um, thank you for having me on. Okay, so of course, before we go, I have to do the business spotlight. And this week is going to go to my best friend. Yes, girl. Um, my best friend, Mecca Clark, the one and only Mecca Clark, okay? So, listen, everybody getting these hairstyles, you know, everybody buying these lashes from all these other business owners that I've mentioned from previous episodes. What's all that without a photo shoot, okay? And my sis Mecca is going to be the one to give it to you, all right? Listen, she is a local Atlanta photographer, and she's going to provide the best high-quality image at an affordable rate. Because y'all know, them rates be getting up there. But anyways, anyways, sorry, y'all. But yes, um, please go to her Instagram. And that's at shotbymxc on Instagram. And you can also go to her website to view her gallery and her rates. And to book with her because once you see them pictures you're gonna want to do that so go to her website mecca m-e-c-c-a clark c-l-a-r-k-e pro.com thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of girls on another level and please stay tuned for the season finale that's going to be dropping next week thank you guys